Talking 24. The health and information podcast from NHS 24. Hello and welcome to the NHS 24 podcast, Talking 24. Now, for those of you who don't know what NHS 24 is, um, let me tell you, it's a national provider of digital and telephone-based health and care services for Scotland. Um, What that basically means is we provide people in Scotland with access to information, care and advice, depending on what they need, in all sorts of different ways, um, predominantly over the telephone. Um, We're probably best known for providing the 111 service, but we also offer web chat across some of our services like Care Information Scotland, for example, and NHS Inform, and and also online. We have um, various websites offering different services and uh, no doubt in a future edition of Talking 24 will look across all of those services to help you get a better understanding of, of, of the kind of services that, that, that we do offer. Today, though, we're going to talk very specifically about 111 and how it's changing. And it is changing. It's evolving and it's growing and it's offering more patients access uh, to telephone triage uh, than ever before, but but also at different times. It used to be just during the out-of-hours period, um, by which we mean, we talk about out-of-hours, and a lot of folk, I think, probably don't even know what that means. So what it basically is, is when your GP surgery closes, which is usually around 6pm in the evening, um, NHS 24's 111 service takes over in terms of your access to um, to care and, and help um, via the 111 service. Uh, and through until eight o'clock the next morning when your GP practice reopens. Certainly that was the model. It is changing, as I mentioned, and to talk about those changes, uh, what they are, what they could mean for you and what they could mean for anybody thinking about a career in, in NHS 24, I'm joined by Lynn and Jim. That almost rhymes. Um, Jim is a nurse. Now, Jim, you've got a little bit of experience of nursing, haven't you? Yeah, so 38 years in total, 14 with NHS 24. Yeah. That's uh, a lot of experience and we're very lucky to have nurses like you with, with such a huge amount of experience and expertise. And Lynn, you've been a call handler for a couple of years as well, haven't you? Nine and a half years in the out of hours and two years in the in hours. I've been at NHS 24 for seven and a bit years now and it always amazes me how many colleagues have have been here a long time. People come to NHS 24 to work and they stay here mostly. And we'll talk about that later on, what it's like to work here and and why people do in fact come and and then don't want to leave. But first of all, let's talk about um, what I hinted at there before, which is the 111 service changing, certainly changing the hours um, in, in which it is available. Now, I should stress at this point, that's not across the country. It's only in certain parts of Scotland. Jim, do you want to explain what it is I'm trying to talk about here? We have uh, developed a team called the Primary Care Triage Team and we work closely in partnership with with specific GP practices uh, across the country. At the moment, one in Lothian and one in Dumfries and Galloway, but we have had uh, partners um, from Lanarkshire. Um, That service will be extending to cover other practices over a period of time, and we're gearing up by uh, taking on staff to be able to cope with the call volume when that happens. What we do is we are directly linked to the GP practices via computer uh, when when patients um, 
phone for an appointment and press the same day button. The calls are directed to us uh, electronically and then we actually have the call records created to be then phone patients back and the patients are assessed uh, and they are referred to the appropriate level of care, whether that be a nurse practitioner, advanced nurse practitioner, a doctor, a community pharmacy, or simply um, referring them to NHS Inform or other websites that might be able to help. So it's specifically tailored to get a a, a smooth patient journey where they get uh, referred to the appropriate level of care. It means that there are more people um, assessing um, fairly quickly, I would say, uh, and I mean, it frees up the availability of GPs who are struggling all across the country. There are uh, there's obvious lack of GPs, which means that a lot of patients that are dealing, you know, the, the patients who have complex needs etc. are seen by the GPs. Patients who have sort of more limited needs are seen by other practitioners uh, and given the appropriate care. So it basically means from a, from, a, from a patient's point of view, it means that they get the support and the care that they need um, quickly and um, appropriately, make sure it's, it's safe and effective for them. Uh, but it f- also means that those patients who perhaps need more of the GP's time get more of the GP's time because the GP's workload is being shared amongst other highly qualified healthcare professionals, such as you mentioned, advanced nurse practitioner. Um, and my GP surgery's got a podiatrist. Who knew? Didn't even know what a podiatrist was until two years ago. Um, so there's a whole range of healthcare professionals in, in health centres now, aren't there? Yeah, I mean, the, one of the partners that we worked with are still working with, they um, had um, an MSK specialist, they had a mental health nurse. That made a huge difference to the type of calls that you get. It meant that it was, it was quicker to be to have a referral made rather than being on some national waiting list for eight or 10 or 12 weeks. We could have patients seen quite quickly. And that is a government-led issue. They're trying to develop that across the country. So I think it can only be a good thing, quicker access to appropriate care. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 Len, you mentioned you'd worked in the out of hours period for for a couple of years, nine and a half years. Um, what in what ways supporting patients in this way during the daytime different to supporting them at, at night time? Is it is it different? Not really, because I just feel that I just get great satisfaction that we're helping them throughout the hours it doesn't matter if it's the middle of the night or during the day I I just feel it's we're supporting them at all times it makes sense doesn't it to use NHS 24's expertise in telephone triage during the in-hours period as well if if, if there is a requirement for it if GP practices need that help and that support then it's only right and proper that that we do it but Jim, when we were talking before we started recording, um, you, you discussed how um, it could help people um, get to local services a lot quicker because although it's a national service, it is being tailored very specifically to, to local availability, isn't it? The, the, the primary care triage team is, is directly related to particular practices and uh, we're very aware of what's available in that particular practice as well in, as in the local area in terms of pharmacies etc. We have access to websites etc. Um, nationally um, in the evening after a certain time the, the, the places of care um, are reduced markedly to the point that there are only two in Lothian say after 11 o'clock at night uh, less in Glasgow so people have got large distances to travel so for that point of view our job's a bit easier because we're not asking people to travel 20 miles to be seen it's still in their local area it's a practice that they know it's in pharmacies where they tend to know the pharmacies the pharmacists etc so yeah it's a much more tailored to the particular individual practices yeah 
Yeah, local local knowledge meeting national expertise. What's it like to work in this way? Is is it very different? You've both worked in traditional one one one. You know, after six o'clock at night, is it does it feel different? Um, there's a, a far stronger team bond, I believe, in in this practice that we, you know, the team that we work with. Simply again, based on the numbers, you know, we're, we're in close contact with all of our colleagues almost every day. We see our managers every day. Um, decisions are made jointly. Uh, we're actually developing a kind of key reference group at the moment, where we're encouraging all of our staff to be involved in the development and new practices or processes so everybody's voice is listened to so everybody can contribute it empowers the staff but it's all based on sort of national guidelines nice nice guidelines everything's quality assured etc all the decisions that we make are are not decisions that we've just based on on our experience they're based on um you know quality assured um websites etc where we take our information up to date treatment for certain conditions etc so we're really quite on the ball for that point of view mm-hmm. and, and and do you prefer working in the daytime then how does it work for you to be honest i like both uh-huh. but i think i'm a bit unusual that way but yes i really um it's because you get to sit beside the same like the same colleagues all the time whereas in the out of hours you would go in and you wouldn't see somebody for months um whereas you've got a real good bond with each other uh you know and really good support so no that that is a definite benefit but yeah i, I love working in the the in hours you really like working at NHS 24, oh, don't I love you? It. You've just been beaming the whole time we've been sitting here. It's just been my favourite job of all time. Really? I just I love speaking to patients, as I said earlier. It's like, I just feel that could be my mum, my gran, you know, on the line. And it's the fact that if I can help them, then it's just a small part that I can play helping them. But yeah, I love my job. If you're feeling anxious, stressed or low, for help and advice, visit nhsinform forward slash wellbeing or breathingspace.scot. For all other advice, visit nhsinform.scot. We'll keep you right. I'm Lee Pentland, I'm an orthoptist and I'm the lead for vision screening in NHS Teesside. Preschool orthoptic vision screening is an eye test that's offered to all children in their preschool year prior to going to primary one. The preschool eye test looks for squints, lazy eyes, any problems with the way that the eyes work together as a pair and just a general overall check of the function of the eyes. In most health boards we carry it out in the nursery setting like just what we're in today. Uh, other health boards uh, appoint children at community clinics if they're unable to visit some of the nurseries. If the child is checked at nursery, the parents are generally notified on the day or the following day a slip is left at nursery uh, for the parents. If the children are referred on following the preschool eye test, they will generally receive appointment within 12 weeks after that date. If it's going to be longer than that, the health board would generally notify them if that was the case. I would strongly advise against opting out of the preschool eye test. It's the only test a child will have. Uh, there is no longer primary one eye test. Parents are often surprised um, at some of the level of prescriptions that we pick up at this age as parents won't know, a child won't know that they can't see normally until they have this test carried out and that problem is picked up. So the earlier we pick up, the better. 
For anybody thinking about coming to work in, uh, here at NHS 24, it might be a wee bit daunting. It probably might seem a bit kind of like, oh, it must be a really difficult job to do. And, and in fact, I know I've spoken to some cl- senior clinical colleagues who said the first time you do a shift, it is quite scary. Um but you get a lot of support, don't you? I mean, you guys work together very closely. So the patient gets the care with you two working really closely together yes. and, and obviously colleagues like you. But how do people coming in get the support they need? I think the in, in the primary care triage team, we want a really strong induction package. When staff come in, call handlers or nurses, they are trained by the... Um, the educational side in terms of the use of the software etc and on the basics of you know take call taking etc uh, and then when they come to us there's a very strong support uh, team involved it's a very strong induction where they are basically I think six they have six weeks of being closely buddied up before they ever go uh, kind of just on their own and also even when they go on their own they're buddied up with somebody nearby so there's always the chance to get some support etc it's really strong you know and it allows them to develop those really difficult skills of um you know telephone triage unable to see a patient etc and they learn from their mentors from the coaches etc we used to ask questions that maybe they haven't thought of before to get the information the active list and all that but they get a really strong package and it's, it's and it's adhered to very very firmly by all and it's supported by all the managers so i know you believe in in, in that jim because you've been a coach yourself at, at different times is it the same for call handlers lynn Totally agree. Yes, it's, you know, very much supported, just exa- exactly as Jim said. Jim, from, from a perspective of a nurse, um, providing care in, in the way that you do is, is slightly different, obviously. Um, how does it work for you during the in-hours period then? Is it? Um, it's... It's because, well, it's became it's something that I, I helped with when it first started. I did mm-hmm. a few sort of shifts just to help them out because they were short of staff at that time, and I actually quite liked the transition and the different approach. Um, given that in, in the out of hours, it's it's very very busy, very very quick all the time. That call call call, uh, whereas you know there there is more time to. You know, spend time with your patients, etc. This way, but also, I, I, you know, thirty six years, I think I did shift work, weekends, nights, back shifts. Whereas now, I do Monday to Friday, four days a week, and and it, it finish, I finish at half past two every day if I, if that's my finish time. So I really quite enjoy the change that I've got weekends with my family. Um, I mean, we lose the out of hours money. That's always a consideration. Um, but I find that people who have come from the out of hours, nurses who have come into this group, some of them actually have come from externally, but the experience that you gain in the out of hours is invaluable in assessing patients in, in the same way that we... We assess them the same now as we did then. But the experience assessing patients, I think we spoke earlier about the fact you can't see patients. That's You learn the skills, you learn the ways to question, you learn how to listen properly. And we pass those skills on to the call handlers when we're coaching, when we're working with them in the other groups. You know, So I think it's a... It's, it's a good way of working. It's a nice, it's a, it's a developing, but not too developing, if you know what I mean. Team, it's not going to get too huge. And I think that, that because the, the it's, it's got a, a solid core at the moment, that core will, you know, spread throughout anybody else that would take on. So I think it's a good place to work. Yeah, I, I quite enjoy coming into my work. 
That's good to know. Yeah. Boss might be listening as well, so that's probably quite handy. <laughs> so you both talked about work-life balance. Um, obviously, a huge amount of satisfaction from, from helping people in the way that you do and uh, career development as well. Um, let, let's touch on that in terms of anybody thinking about coming to join NHS 24. And I, and I should say, um, for anybody listening, if, if, if you are interested in finding out more about careers at NHS 24, you can visit www... Does anybody ever say that actually in real life anymore? No, I wouldn't say it then. If you are interested in a career at NHS 24, just have a look at our website, which is at nhs24.scot. So there you go. No W's there. Um, there's, there's plenty of information and uh, the vacancies are advertised through there as well. So do have a look. So what would you say to somebody thinking about coming to join us in terms of career progression? I know that there's there's lots of training modules that we've got on our internet and things like that. Is it supported? Is it encouraged? Yes, certainly the the, um, the e-learning and the internet modules, etc., are very encouraged. Not always too easy to get that time in the, out of our service, but uh, certainly we are very heavily encouraged to be through mm-hmm. our yes, e-learning. Everyone has to be up to date. We do get the time for that, the time off for group meetings to discuss uh, any ongoing issues or any changes or whatever. So, you know, quite, quite involved and quite empowered with that whole thing. I mean, I think coming here as well, the... <clears throat> the you know the, the ethos of NHS twenty four is permeates throughout what we do, but we do it in a, a, a I think in a more relaxed way because of the the demands of the service on us are not just as extreme as in the out of hours, but you know some, for someone who's worked in the out of hours, um, the career pro- progression uh, certainly exists for for nurses in terms of we actually um, take on band five nurses in the out of hours who can be then promoted to band six. There are uh, you know chances to become a coach as I've done myself um, there is a chance to move up the ladder further but I also know that uh, people who have worked for NHS 24 even for a few years uh, slot very easily into fairly senior positions and other jobs out with the, the NHS they're quite well thought of when they actually apply elsewhere so it gives you a thorough thorough Yep. Uh, grounding in, in, in management. And, and even call handlers that, you know, have started with me many years ago started and they've actually come back as nurses because it's been a good start for them, you know, so there is chance to progress. Yeah, I know a lot of training medical students um, of all dis- disciplines. I know we've got trainee pharmacists and so on will work as, as call handlers to help them gain um, clinical experience. Yeah, I had one this morning actually plugged in with me who's doing her core induction at the moment and I thought I recognised her she was a call handler yeah, yeah. <laughs> years ago she's been away and done her nursing and been out for about seven years she's been away for a year but she's coming back that's great so people stay at NHS 24 which and we touched on back. before didn't we and they <laughs> yeah. come back as you are evidence yes. Lynn what's the single biggest motivator when you come into work what's the thing that puts a smile on your face I think certainly for my, my case, in my case as a nurse practitioner, um, I, I get the chance to interact with patients. Uh, I think I deliver a good and professional service. Um, I don't think I've ever had a feedback actually since I started doing that, doing this, but uh, or negative feedback anyway. Um, and I, I just enjoy the, the the chance to actually do the job as I, I see it should be done, take the time that that's required, and also interact with managers etc. on a level that allows me to to input into and into how we work and how we develop the service. I think that's really satisfying. 
and it's nice to have weekends off for a change. <laughs> Len? Totally agree with what Jim says. Just, you know, I love coming in, helping the patients and then obviously seeing my work colleagues getting such good support. As I said earlier, it just puts a smile on my face when I come in. I enjoy coming into work. So you should come as well. <laughs> I was about to say, there you go. There's, that's a really, really good recommendation, isn't it? If you fancy a career where you're guaranteed to get a smile on your face. Yes. Well, well, guarantee <laughs> hopefully guarantee put a smile on your face uh, you fancy a career at nhs 24 uh, do have a look at our website as i mentioned 24.scot and um, vacancies are posted there and um, there's also an email address which i think you can get via that website actually where you can make inquiries about recruitment and what it is really like to work here at nhs 24 thank you for listening to talking 24